Hello, beautiful rebel. Sam Goldsmith here and welcome to Her Great Rebellion, the podcast. This is the podcast that delivers the strategy and woo to alchemize your sacred inner rebel, ground you in emotional stability and help you create the freedom you desire from that place. By mastering our mindset, our emotions and our energetics, we create radical movement, heal with sacred medicine and unlock sacred strategies. As you know, this season is all about special guests and I'm very excited to introduce you to a lady today who I know very well. She is the founder of Find Your Center, where she facilitates a beautiful women's circle on the Gold Coast, as well as a range of other women's gathering events like retreats and opportunities for social connection. And she is Haley Davis. Hi, Haley. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Sam. So welcome. We're going to pop back to you in just a second, but before we do, I'm going to invite you to join us in our uh, conscious breathing. This is a little activity that we do before we begin each of the podcasts, and it's actually a sacred action that has radically transformed my own life in so many ways. So I use this uh, as the starting practice for all of my one-on-one and group work people uh, work with people, as well as this podcast. So. I'm going to invite Haley to join us. I'm going to invite you at home to join us. This is just a little activity that we can do to bring our attention back to our breathing, to let go of the busyness of whatever's going on in this moment. And for now, let's just recognize our breath as a, uh, a sacred opportunity, breathing together in this way as a sacred opportunity to meet and gain entry into a sacred dimension. So it's a moment to remember and recognize ourselves as sacred, to open up sacred listening, sacred hearing, sacred feeling, and sacred understanding within us. So wherever you are right now, let's just take a few moments to breathe together. If you are listening in a place where you can close your eyes, then that's fantastic. If not, if you're in your car, if you're walking, if you're playing, uh, doing something on your headphones, then just draw your attention inwards, set that intention to give awareness to your breath just for a couple of moments. Okay, let's begin. So together, let's take a breath in through our nose. And then gently out and easily through an open mouth. And again, in through our nose and out through our mouth. Now, breathing at your own pace, in your own way, allow your body to gently settle into its own natural rhythm. Noticing that some of these breaths might be deeper, some more shallow. There's no need for us to control the breath in any way. Just breathing in this natural way allows the body to gently recalibrate itself to a state of ease. Taking a couple more breaths here, noticing that this happens quickly and easily as you bring your attention to it. And let's connect now to our hearts. So this is to the energy that you may feel around the area of your physical heart and even your energetic heart, the front of the chest and the back of the chest. Taking a couple of breaths here into the heart space, noticing anything that you feel there. And I'll invite you now to give your heart permission to travel up the length of your spine 
to your mind and gently quieten it down. Let's allow that quietness now to move over the top of your physical head and run down the entire length of your body, coating your whole body in a layer of calm. And as we continue to gently breathe here, I'll invite you to sense the energy or the aliveness that's residing underneath this layer of calm. You might connect with this as your inner being, as your higher self, as some other um, archetype or divine representation, whatever feels right for you. Noticing that it's residing underneath this layer of calm. And breathing here, let's give this divine being permission to hear, interpret, process and feel anything and everything we talk about today in the perfect way for our highest good and the good of all of those whose lives we impact. Okay, beautiful beings. So as part of this series, I set an intention to bring you stories of unique radical rebellions that share the golden nuggets that my guests have mined from their own lived experiences, the embodiment of the work that they are um, sharing and how they now share that work to help other women experience uh, things that they have uh, gotten out of it themselves. So I'm so excited today to uh, share with you this beautiful guest. As I mentioned, uh, her name is Hayley Davis. She is the founder of a wonderful women's circle here on the Gold Coast that I myself am part of. And she uh, is probably hum going to be far too humble in her description of her own story. So I may butt in at times and tell you little snippets of information that I know about her that she may not be sharing. Um, but as I said, her uh, desire was to create this beautiful business, which she has, Find Your Centre, that facilitates women's connection events. So she runs a uh, women's circle on the Gold Coast. She also runs retreats that are held intermittently throughout the year. She has other opportunities for um, social connection for women in various formats that uh, she has a, a strong sort of intention behind. And I'm going to let her explain uh, what that is and where that view and philosophy comes from as we speak today. So welcome again, Hayley. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Thank you. So Hayley, let's get started straight away. I'll just get you to share with the listeners just a little bit of um, background information about yourself and your journey and how you found yourself now in this work that you're doing to support women in such a beautiful way. Yeah, of course. So, oh gosh, what a long journey. Um, I, I'm going to say, oh gosh, a handful of years ago, I've got two kids um, at the moment 11 and 7 and when they were quite young I felt like I was tr trying to find my sole purpose I know that sounds so woo-woo and out there but I really felt like I was lacking in a few areas of my life and connections were one of them so connections with other women and friends and um and I was quite lonely and I think a lot of people can maybe resonate with that a little bit, but um, I had a lot of acquaintances, a lot of social chats with other mums and um, even friends that I've sort of grown apart with over the years. 
And I tried a few different uh, jobs and, you know, a few little MLM businesses and, and different things like that. And I, I, I loved and always believed in what I was doing. And I always wanted to serve um, at a higher, a higher place and give value to other people. And I just didn't really know how to do that. So I sort of just went back to how I was feeling and what I was craving more of. And that was those uh, connections with other people, those deeper connections, more authentic friendships, and um, and just a space where I could actually find those. And I was finding it really hard to uh, make those connections just, you know, at the school ground or in the shopping centre or we've all got such a busy mission that, you know, every day that we're on. So um, it's essentially why I created the Women's Circle to facilitate those connections. So over the years, um, I was just listening more and more to my garden, to my intuition, and I became a women's facilitator and started the circle and just started these social connections and catch-ups and it's really just progressed organically from there. Amazing. And can I just, oh, there's a bit of feedback there. I'm not sure if listeners are going to be able to hear it, but we'll, we'll, um, we'll see. That's okay. We're all live and that's what happens. Um, Hayley, I was just going to get you to circle back and you're, you're quite kind of humble and low-key about this, but you're actually uh, qualified fitness, various fitness type instructors. And can you also just share, I think it's important that, you know, you have this little bit of background in um, a little bit to do with TV and things like this. I think it's important for people to contextualize that you were probably seen outwardly as a very confident and connected type person so the feeling of loneliness and disconnection may be something that was maybe hard for other people to connect to you do you think yes definitely so um yeah as you mentioned I I am a fitness instructor so I guess I portray a personality of like I can talk to everyone and I, I don't find that quite difficult um and my job I guess doing that is was quite social um but I guess I guess I did portray that personality or that view of oh you know wow she must know a lot of people and she's really confident and and all that kind of thing but on the inside I didn't have a lot of confidence or it was more so self-belief um and and yeah I guess I guess it did come across like I sort of had it all together if that makes sense but in the inside I was really I was really lacking that so I I didn't have a lot of confidence self-belief um and even I would say the the willpower to see something that I really believed in through if that makes sense Yes. And thank you. For, thank you so much for clarifying like that particular point, because I know it'll resonate with so many women who are listening that they have this like inkling of something that they could do or they want to do or they should do, but they just don't actually have that level of self-trust that's needed to continue to, um, you know, push yourself at some times through the resistance of actually creating something, um, something that you're passionate about. And Yes, like people listening now, you can have a look at the media materials that are released with this podcast and you'll see that 
um, Haley's absolutely drop dead gorgeous, looks fantastic. And everybody would just be thinking that she's like some sort of super confident, exuberant, beautiful, attractive lady that's just got everything, um, you know, even people maybe think, oh, well, it's easy for her. It's easy for you because you're this or you're that. But what I really appreciate in your sharing and what I've heard in the circle is how, um, how you actually, you know, did really feel disconnected from the social structures that were nourishing, maybe not the ones that were in existence that you'd had all your life, but the ones that were really nourishing and helping you to, move forward in this journey of self-discovery that's actually resulted in you creating your own business as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think that um, for me, I used to thrive on other people's belief in me or that encouragement from everyone else or if of their opinion. So if they said I could do it, well, then I've probably got a shot. And that used to go through my head a lot. So if I didn't have that validation, whether it be on social media or somewhere else, I didn't think I could succeed. And I think that's really apparent today as well that, and you know, because social media is so apparent that it doesn't actually matter what other people think. If you're listening to your gut and know in your soul that that's what you're craving and that you're in need of, then other people will feel that as well. And the right people will be drawn to you who need that help. So I think the, the biggest lesson for me that I have overcome and grown into is that I need to trust and believe in what I'm doing myself. Yes, amazing. And this sort of leads on to the next question that I was going to ask you in our pre-podcast sort of discussion. I always ask guests about what's the most rebellious part of their journey. And I think you just articulated something so beautiful, which is that level of um, self-leadership and self-trust is actually a radical rebellion because it's against most of what we're conditioned to do and believe about ourselves and our possibilities. Yes, 100%. I didn't mean to jump the gun. Sorry. No, that's good. I'm so glad that you said it. Because, yeah, I'm so glad that you said it. And it's really important to me to, um, to make discussion points out of these kind of things because people often associate the term like rebellious, although this is getting more like the, the archetype of the sacred rebel is more well known, but people sometimes associate the rebellious nature or the word rebellion with um, like aggressiveness or really, you know, people kind of sticking it to the man kind of thing. And that's really not what it is about for the context of this podcast either. It's actually uh, the rebellion and the rebellious acts that we are performing as women are really coming from a place of our highest consciousness and the light that we have within us that we want to shine and the courage that is required to actually do that. So I think everything you said just really articulates that so well. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah, no, that's, um, yeah, exactly what I'm feeling. And, 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 you know, I think we're all human as well. So we all have those moments, even now, still I still don't have all my shit together um, but you know and we all go through those ebbs and flows of up and down and I have to recheck myself every now and then and I had a, um, a small moment this morning you know of that self-doubt creeping in and then 
you have to flip it around and change that mindset and go, no, no, come back to listening to my gut. Like what was my plan? What was my path? And what am I here to do? So um, it will have trust and faith and it will work out in the end. Yeah, such golden advice. So tell me, what do you um, consider to be like the new idea that this, say, women's circle, let's talk about the ideas of women's circles because they're going to be varied. Like a lot of people listening to this around the world have different um, women's circles that they go to in their community and yours is based here on the Gold Coast, primarily at um, Helen's Vale. With the circle itself, what kind of new I already feel like I know what you're going to say about this but what sort of new idea given the fact that these are actually reverting back to what women did um Mm. even centuries ago what are the what's the idea that you're bringing to um to the to the planet with this work around women's circles so for these circles I wanted to create that safe space for connection so first of all it was purely about connection Um, and just creating that space around it. But I also wanted to um, have a space where I could introduce different holistic wellness approaches to other people. So bringing in different facilitators and showing um, all the ladies what their ideas around in case something really resonated with them and they weren't aware of it in the first place. So we have different themes every month, whether that be nutrition, um, whether it's more a spiritual circle, whether we do something really crafty and creative, whether it's uh, focusing on self-love or it's it's really, really varied. And, I, and that's what I love about it, keeping it really engaging, but still bringing it back to having those connections. So um having the ladies come every month and building those bonds with each other. And then we obviously progress out of those circles as well with our catch-ups. Yeah. And I love with your circle, how you've made a point of uh, saying that your intention for it is around connection. And I'm just going to speak to a point that I personally have found some women's circles that I have attended in the past haven't resonated with me. They've been sort of, um, actually, I'll be really honest and say some of them I've been to, I've actually found them quite exclusive rather than inclusive, um, where there's like a particular type of person or a particular type of whatever has to be present for that circle. And it's kind of like, even presented in a way where it's like, this is the only way, or there's some sort of semi-dogma attached to it. um, And I just haven't felt comfortable there. So again, I'm not criticizing any of the different circles that we have all around the world. And they are designed purposely for people to find their tribe, I guess. Um, But what I found lovely about your your circle is that this strong intent there was around connection so it created an environment that may be an opening to so many things that women may have kind of self-excluded from because they felt those stigmas or tendencies not to feel accepted or included can you just speak to that yeah yeah definitely so um the purpose of the circle was to accept everyone and no matter the nationality the age we have such a range of ages in our circle which i love because it also brings so much wisdom as well 
and um, it's not a, I'm going to say like, you know, reverting back to like the cool girls group at school or something like that, which I think I can understand what you were saying when you you said a bit of a stigma around the other circles, um, which is what I found a little bit too. So I wanted this to be fully um, available to anyone who wanted to come or who felt like they needed that connection and wanted to be part, I'm not even going to say tribe, part of our friendship. And um, I really wanted everyone to feel that they can just come and be exactly who they are. There is zero judgment in the circle. Um, and also dependent on the theme, you know, we all have different views on different topics and we're all as one when we're there. So we have that mutual respect with each other. And it's okay not to agree with something that someone else is saying, but we do have that respect and we do have that safe space that everyone can say what they like and be who they are and just come and be completely accepted. And I think that's what connection is really about as well. When you are accepted completely just as you are and you are maybe drawn to certain people in the circle and you and it just naturally forms that way. Um, but I definitely never wanted a particular stigma about it and I want women to be able to come by themselves and not know anyone and and just come in and be really really at home and I guess my business name as well really comes into that is find your center like come back to you and just come back to self and we need to know ourselves and trust ourselves, and then we can connect with others. So that was a big part of it as well. Yes, thank you for saying that and highlighting this um, this opportunity for people to come and really be themselves is one of the main reasons that I invited you to be a guest on this podcast because the women who are immersed in my program the Rebel Life Bootcamp at the moment the foundation of the whole program is about grounding women in profound emotional stability so that mm -hmm. they can do the thought work and do the mindset work and the feeling work and the energetic work and the strategic things and all the other things that flow on from that but from that place of profound emotional stability where they know that they can self-lead and that's about self being yourself trusting yourself and as you said following through so I do think you hit the nail on the head when you said about, you know, this um, cool girl or cool, you know, high school, the backseat of the bus kind of girl um, vibe that is sometimes very prevalent when women start going to these, I guess, quote unquote, alternative type um, environments. And it can be really intimidating and it doesn't foster that feeling of, it's okay to be myself. It's okay for me to have differing opinions because there is a subtext often running that, you know, people need to know a certain thing or be a certain way or have certain group ideals that mean that you're, you're fitting in or you're accepted. And I just absolutely love the way you facilitate uh, your group and really make reference to reminding people about these um strengths that we can develop where people can share differing opinions and we can choose to um, allow that to happen without reaction or reactivity or response within us and judgment and all the other things that come from the minds 
interpretation of what someone might be saying or doing and that just that doesn't happen in your circle and as you say I've seen myself when I've been um, facilitating at your circle that there are smaller connections that happen with like more like-minded women within that group as well so it fosters this like beautiful opportunity for true friendship style connection that is just so so lovely okay let me everything that I said is just so true about the way that you create your circle so tell me when you see um women coming into the circle and say um they're beginning to maybe get into doing this kind of self-discovery work and even thinking about exposing themselves to new ideas or um actually even sharing themselves is what's coming through to me as I'm um framing this question it's like perhaps an opportunity for women to share themselves in a way that they haven't before because they haven't actually shared any of that true authentic self before they've come to the circle what do you see the challenges that women face when they're kind of stepping into deciding to come to circle yeah so I think one of the biggest things that I find is there's definitely some nerves there and I can even in circle if I you know say we go around the room and it's one word maybe we share I see people cringe and it's very common and I I feel like it is fear of judgment I feel like it's worrying about perceptions of other people and I and I do get inbox that a lot as well about being nervous to come on their own, not knowing anyone. And I actually prefer people to come that way. I, I really feel like you are more true to yourself and a little more open when you do come in not knowing anyone and you do have that little bit of fear. Like it's not a bad thing. Um, but I think knowing that you're coming into a safe space there is zero judgment in the room and knowing that before you come in does help a little bit and you might be nervous and you might be really unsure because you don't know anyone and it's also new and what's going to happen but I think just coming in and and really just being open to the night in the circle you'd really surprise yourself. And Hayley, I just want to give some context for people listening because I know a tendency for us as women is to be thinking, well, that might apply to them, but it doesn't apply to me or discounting our ourselves or our involvement in some way, whether it's because we think that it's more advanced or it's more advanced than we are or we're more advanced than it is or whatever um, sort of dis- self-dismissive thing comes up. These women who are coming to your circle are um, all, fr- they're from varying backgrounds. So you've got people coming there who are um, stay-at-home mums, who are school teachers, who are heads of department in different uh, school schools or um, high schools. You've got people who are women who are business owners, women who are product-based business owners, women who are spiritual-based business owners, women who have got high-profile jobs in national-type companies. Like they're coming from all kinds of backgrounds and you're still encountering this undercurrent of a lack of self-trust, would you say? 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing I love that everyone has such different backgrounds and it really shows that intent for connection that everyone has. So we're not alone in feeling that, the you know, the way that we do. And it just goes to show that we're kind of all in the same boat. So it's just taking that first step forward and, and you know, knowing that once I'm there, well, everyone else is here too. Everyone else came here for the first time as well. Everyone else has felt that fear of judgment and everyone else craves that connection. So, and I, and I also really love difference of opinions. Like I think it brings a, a lot of color around in its life and, and that's what we're thrown into. So um, I, I can definitely understand hesitation. At the beginning, I was hesitant and even starting the circle, but I'm so happy that I did. And I really just, oh my gosh, it just brings me so much light and love to see other women really be so open and I love to see how far they come now like some of the ladies in there who who I remember coming you know to their first circle and watching them grow now they just have so much more confidence and acceptance of themselves um and it really does go to show you know all different backgrounds and absolutely everyone is accepted yeah, so good. And you can definitely feel that difference in people. Like if somebody's, um, I guess it, we you can relate to this from yoga and Pilates as an instructor as well, but it's like if someone's posturing in life, we can feel it. Like if they're um, presenting certain um images of themselves or feelings about themselves and it's there is that sort of superiority type thing um, as a mask for insecurities we can feel that but what what you're saying and what I've seen myself in your circle is that when women sort of click into that level of self-acceptance and they even share powerfully or speak powerfully it's coming from a really grounded authentic space where maybe they're even shocked that that is their true selves, you know, that they are a powerful person. Oh, absolutely. It's like the realisation that comes with it. And and just touching on quickly, as you said, like all different backgrounds as well, I think that, you know, when we step into circle, we're all just women coming together um, at the end of the day and there's no intimidation there. There's There's nothing surrounding it because there's no judgment or hierarchy for that matter. So, um, yeah, absolutely. The realisation of of really seeing and engaging in your true self is just beautiful. So what would you say to women who are feeling like, oh, I'm feeling this pull or I'm feeling this connection to go and join a circle or get involved in, in this kind of thing? I'd love you to speak to, one, people who are feeling apprehensive or nervous about doing that, and then two, to women who might be feeling that they're feeling the desire or the inkling, but it doesn't fit into the imagery that they hold for themselves. And so it's also nerve wracking for them to actually step into an environment where perhaps they're super certain in their day-to-day life, but this may be an area of uncertainty, but they crave this connection and um, uh, friendship style support that you're speaking about. So those two kind of um, different challenges that people might have with getting themselves there yeah so I would I would say we need to start by shifting that mindset a little bit and not overthink it so the biggest thing I would say is just say yes and just turn up 
and without putting too much thought behind it because we all have those what ifs what if this what if that what if I don't like it what if it's a complete waste of my time what if other people stare at me like absolutely anything just take the what ifs out of it or change it around to what if I actually really like it what if I make an amazing connection what if I absolutely love the theme that's happening and that's all I go for tonight? Just really shifting that mindset and saying yes and thinking about it later. I go off that motto every day. And um, that that would be the biggest thing. And I think that kind of relates to, to both, um, like you were saying as well. And if you're really just craving that connection and want to come along, that's great. If you see a particular theme that you might be interested in more than um, just coming along for that connection. Maybe come along for that and then see how you feel in that environment. There's, I believe it's really out there for everyone and um, just say yes. And Haley, I just want to circle back to um, the first kind of little discussion that we had about your own journey into uh, developing this business, Find Your Centre. Can you just share um, some of the, I guess, initial mindset obstacles that were coming up for you around really trusting yourself to go through that process, do the work on yourself that was necessary to build that self-belief and confidence and then um, to follow through with those actions because I think that's going to be really speak powerfully to a lot of women who may be listening that are kind of a bit up and down in their business or they're teetering on the edge, they haven't started it yet because they're still attached to their other job or they've got to make a big leap between a job that was well-paying and stepping into this passion project or business idea and also women who are sort of flitting in and out of their business that haven't yet fully taken it seriously and um, adopted it as a business rather than a hobby. What sort of mindset things were going on with you where you really made that shift to stepping into a space, your space of a, being a powerful business owner in your own right? Yeah, so the, the biggest thing that I struggled with um, and, and we did touch on before was that self-belief. So I really didn't have that um, initially within me and I was really craving that validation even if it was just from my husband or someone you know around me that said you know you can do this and I remember thinking one day like why do I need that validation from people why can't I have that belief in myself and why can't I validate what I'm feeling like no one knows how I'm feeling and um and it, it really was a shift of that mindset and the the struggle that I went through was a little bit of definite work on myself. Um, I started dipping my toe into that women's facilitate, sorry, facilitated training um, and to make sure that that really resonated with what I wanted to do. And I felt like it gave me a really good guideline um, as to how I wanted to start that business and create it. Um, and it was a bit of a stepping stone as well. So I guess I would say if there was something that, you know, one of the listeners was interested in or they were dipping their toe in and out, have you done more research or is there another course you could do to make sure that really resonates with your purpose and your path? 
um, and start a little bit that way if you're unsure and just build those stepping stones from there. And I believe that your self-belief and your confidence will grow from that. But another big thing would be to really come inward and just listen to your gut. I know that gets thrown around a lot, um, but it's so apparent when you know how you're feeling. We sometimes think we know or we revert back to that you know, what am I supposed to be feeling? What do other people think I should be feeling? And what does that look like to them? But try and get rid of all of that and just come back to you internally. You close your eyes. How do I feel? Why do I want to do that? What is my intention behind it? And if you feel that, then more than likely someone else is going to feel that same way and it's just acting on it. So trust your intuition. Number one is key. And um, I really think even now, like as you said about, you know, people dipping their toe in and out of the workforce or making that big leap, it's always a juggle. And and even now, you know, I feel like I am still juggling a little bit back and forth and finding that balance, but it's all part of life. So I don't think there's ever a perfect moment to jump into something. You just have to commit to yourself on making your inner work a priority as well so making that self-belief and everything more apparent yeah so good and just if you can speak briefly to once you've once you've made that decision and you've you've stepped into that I know there's this tendency we all have it but it's our level of um, self-leadership really that dictates how we move through it but I'm keen to hear it in your words because I think it'll be lovely what about like the daily activities that you have to do to actually make a business work, you know, when it feels hard, when it feels boring and in Rebel Life Bootcamp, we talk about the difference of um, alignment doesn't mean easy and flow and all of those things. Alignment can sometimes mean really difficult, really creating a situation where you have to act radically because it is feels right inside or it's in alignment inside. So you know, letting go of this perception that being in alignment means everything's flowing and everything's easy and I'm only going to do posts if I feel like it and all that kind of stuff. So tell me about your experience of just stepping into more, um, you know, taking on that kind of CEO energy of your business to actually make a business move from a hobby to a business. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely not for uh, roses and sunshine. <laughs> so I think going into that mind space of it's okay not to have fantastic days every day is really important. And, you know, like I said before, we're all human. We all have those ebbs and flows and up and downs and really hard days and really great days. But it's also having those really great days among those harder days shows you how far you're coming and, and that beautiful light and energy. And I think that it's coming back to that mindset of what is my purpose? What did I start and intend to create here? Why did I start to do this? And coming back to your why and that pure intention keeps you going. So if you're you're having those flat days, you know, where is this going to bring me out later? And and what did I really set out to do? And again, coming back to that intuition of just keep stepping forward and it will work out. Keep working on your business because that's your passion and your light. 
And um, and remember that it's also okay not to be okay. So if you have that down moment or that down day, just feel it, feel into it, have a cup of tea and, and get on the bike, keep going. So it's it's another thing as well I think is a big thing with social media is if you're following a lot of people, just be careful on what you're seeing, you know, because a lot of the time only the, the amazing, great things are shown. And I... I think it's really important to show everything. Um, if you go onto my Instagram and you have a look, they're not perfectly Photoshopped photos. I post what I feel like I want to share, but it's real at the same time. And, you know, um, a little bit to touch on that, I've had people approach me and say, you know, we could make this really beautiful and we could do this and that. And I'm like, but I don't want it to be that. I want it to be real. And, and I think that that's the biggest piece of advice I could give was we're all real we're all human it's okay to have those ebbs and flows but it's important to also keep going on that pivot such golden advice and I was just going to say that um listeners might be hearing Haley's dog barking in the background here no no that's okay I'm she's she's giving us like the most perfect reflective opportunity here because many listeners if you haven't been listening for a long time you won't know that these podcasts I um really hold myself to account on this concept of imperfect implementation so they are not heavily produced there's no cutting and editing or anything like that we just record them as a discussion I only get music added to the beginning of them because my beautiful mentor actually wrote and played and sang the music for me for the podcast. But otherwise, they just come out as they are because there's such a barrier to actually making something happen that I want to be an example, just like what you were sharing with your Instagram. I want to be an example of imperfect implementation. And you don't need to do a $10,000 course. You don't need to have high production equipment and all these things to do a podcast that is actually going to give information that touches someone's heart and creates value for someone. And, um, and the dog barking has just really represented me to this while we're talking because the other thing is our mind could just lead us on a whole nother pathway. Oh my gosh, the dog's barking. Like Haley could be thinking, I'm a nervous wreck. I'm supposed to be on a podcast and the dog's barking. And I could be thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be so loud on the editing because the dog's barking. And, you know, like the, the follow on effect from this is this is what's happening in women's brains all the time when we're thinking we can't do the thing. We can't go live on Facebook. We can't go live on Instagram. We can't do a post that shares our heart. We can't do a newsletter that tells people what we've got and how they could buy it because it's not good enough yet. It's not perfect perfect enough yet there's a dog barking a child crying like half the time I'm recording something for and some aspect of my business and I've got a famous uh, well I say famous I've got an infamous picture on one of my social media accounts with my face done up in makeup and doing a talk with beautiful lighting on my laptop and I'm literally not even wearing pants I'm wearing underpants but no long pants because I have a four-week-old baby on my lap who's just finished being fed so you know these are the realities of women running businesses that we aren't perfect and our life isn't perfect and it doesn't mean that we don't do the thing or we don't show up or we don't just keep going or you know in your case Haley, you don't fabulously keep your composure while 
an apparent dog is barking in the background, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. And it's so true because it's just like I, I catch myself half the time when I want to do a video on my page and I've just finished, you know, a Pilates class and I'm sweaty as and my hair's like sticking to my face, but I really want to get it out. I remember what I want to talk about. And I just do the video as is. And I just think... I really think that someone will resonate more with that than, you know, being doled up and trying to do this beautiful video. Like, I'd just be real. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I forgot to mention at the beginning of the podcast as well that um, Hayley has got such a big heart and does so many different activities and things for the community, for fundraisers and gift drives and food drives and all these things. And that you've just recently done a really beautiful fundraiser for a really worthy and deserving charity on the Gold Coast. Would you like to mention anything about that and even just about having that idea and feeling that desire in your heart to make that difference for that particular group and sort of what you did about that and how you overcome your own resistance to make a big event happen? Yes, of course. But just before I do that, you're very humble as well and you've really helped and been really generous with your donations through there so I just want to say a big thank you to you as well you always do stuff on the quiet and I just wanted to recognize you for that I thanks for mentioning it so um I do volunteer with the sanctuary which is a women children's and pets refuge um so it's a domestic violence refuge and um it it really touched home for me purely from a you know trying to give back to women and and be of service that way. Um, The beautiful event we did uh, raised quite a lot of funds for them to maintain the property that they keep the women in and the families that come for the refuge. And I think I I just really like to be of value. So, um, you know, being in the refuge and listening to some of the stories from the women it's something that I can't imagine going through and I'm, I'm so lucky that I have never been in that situation, but there is so many women who have and it's so apparent in their lives today and I can't imagine, you know, taking my kids through that and and it just really touched home to me and I do have such a soft spot for women and wanting to empower them and it was such a beautiful charity that I just fell in love with and and I, yeah, like I said, with anything that I do, and um, especially with the charity, I just try to be of value. And I think that if we can go through our life with that in mind, then other things will grow and organically happen. But we need to come from a place of serving others, but not forgetting to also serve ourselves. And that's really important. So um, making sure your cup is filled, but also helping others fill their own. Yeah, and in practical terms, Hayley, just like going from the idea of, yes, I want to help this organisation to I'm putting on a full-blown charity event Mm -hmm. cocktail gala and then actually Mm -hmm. making that a reality, what sort of mindset stuff did you have to go through yourself to to make that happen? Because what um, what I'm hoping is that there's women listening who are thinking, even if they think I don't want to have my own business, I don't want to really, you know, do this or do that. There are women that have got these inklings <clears throat> and these desires to help 
with these kind of organizations, but they think, oh, I could never do anything like that. Um, and of course they could, but what is the, what are the main sort of mindset things that really helped you to move that from just an idea in your mind to a full blown significant fundraising event? Yeah, so I I definitely had thoughts during it where, you know, a couple of sleepless nights where I was up going, oh my gosh, I don't think I can make this work. But it was just that shift in mindset um, of, it, it, it was kind of like pushing myself out of the way and looking at the bigger purpose. So I was looking at this event going, well, why not me? Why couldn't I do it? What does someone else have that I don't who I think could magically get this gala done? And I really thought about it and I thought we're all human. We're all, you know, we want to serve this higher purpose. Take yourself out of the equation and just be of value. You know, you're doing a beautiful thing. You can you can really help as much as you can. We, we literally have to get out of our own heads and just think like, why not me? Why can't I do it? Um, because we absolutely can. It's just getting out of our own way. And another big thing that I did was say yes and we'll work it out later, <laughs> which I always do. So it's it's just having that having that bigger purpose, I guess. Yeah, thank you so much. That's such a great, that's such a great share. Okay, well, we've been talking for fifty minutes, so I guess we're going to have to wind it up. It's gone quickly. Um, I just thought this is also a nice opportunity um, to say that if there's women listening who um, don't have their own businesses, but that's something that they would like to do, or they are interested in having some sort of mechanism for facilitating some sort of change, or they're looking to add in some sort of wellness stream with work that they already do, that uh, Haley and I do have somewhat of a business partnership with working uh, with doTERRA essential oils. Um, and that is something that you can reach out to both of us about if you are uh, searching for something uh, to be a bit of a catalyst for that change. So sometimes women really need uh, a context to be able to um, to create a framework around themselves. They don't feel like they have a particular thing or a particular business or whatever it is and they're looking for a vehicle for um, something like that to happen and certainly all around the world um, I'm supporting uh, well over 3,000 women predominantly to be doing that kind of uh, work right now so I think this conversation is a really lovely um, uh, has been a really lovely talk to a whole variety of women that might be finding themselves in different situations but keep coming back to the same underlying themes or the same subtext arising in their lives. So I just wanted to throw that in there as well. Before we finish up, Hayley, tell me what would be your top three tips for um, women to uh, take home as take-home messages for women wanting to implement or cause any change in their life right now? Yes, well, I would say explore your passion would be number one. So if you're not quite sure or you're dipping your toe in and out, explore it further. Do a course, do, do something that you can get a bit of feel for what you're thinking. And it's okay if you don't know it yet. Um, number two, I would say say yes 
and work it out later. <laughs> just say yes um, and just get out of your own head. And number three, I would definitely work on that self-belief because you can do what you're setting out to intend to do. You just have to get out of your own way. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Hayley, for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to be here on the podcast um, with us today. I'm so grateful for all the work that you do there um, at The Circle, for everybody who goes and for myself uh, included. It's such a beautiful way to connect with lovely women here on the Gold Coast. Um, I'm going to share all of Hayley's contact details if you're local to the Gold Coast of how you can get involved with The Circle or attend the circle or a retreat or anything from find your center that you might like to go to. Um, for those of you who are not local to the Gold Coast, Hayley, where is the best place for people to connect with you in terms of social media and so forth? Yeah, for sure. So I do have a Facebook group that I put all of our events in, um, in our meetups outside the circle as well. Uh, if you're not in to Facebook, I have an Instagram page, a website as well, and email. So you can contact me via any of those. But if you do have Facebook, I would definitely recommend just joining the group and you can dip your toe in that way and have a little look at what's going on. Amazing. Thank you so much. And I'm going to also share all the links to those things with uh, listeners when all of these episodes get released and go live on social media so they won't miss out. And I, again, thank you very much. I can't wait to see you at the next circle, which I think is this Friday. Thank you so much, Sam. It was amazing to be here. Okay, everybody, this season I am super looking forward to sharing even more guest insights with you and exploring more on the podcast each and every episode. So if you have not already subscribed, please do so. If you would do me the biggest favor of rating the podcast, that would be great. I don't really mind how you rate it, but however you rate it, it gives an opportunity for um, more exposure for the podcast and potentially get it into the ears of the right listeners and the ladies who, who need it. If you haven't already done so, please jump onto my website at www.samanthagoldsmith.com. You can download a free self-doubt eraser meditation there. You can also visit Amazon now for copies of my book, uh, Her Great Rebellion. And remember, if you are ready to achieve radical results and experience all the freedoms that you desire, it is my absolute, uh, absolute, absolute, absolute heartfelt belief that Everything is possible from a place of deep emotional stability for women. And I would love to invite you to jump on my website, check out Rebel Life Bootcamp for lifetime access to the program, to the materials, to the community that supports bringing yourself into that space of radical freedom through deep emotional stability. So until then, sit deep, live radically and do you, my sovereign sister. I will see you in a fortnight. 